your mama. Nate Doggy Dog. What's up, Al? Coming at you live from Lincoln, Nebraska, where it's a beautiful day. It's beautiful here, too. It's in Manhattan. It's like uh, 55 degrees, sunny. Wow. Uh, just a couple days ago, it was it was like 12 outside. I know. It's, it Did was... I tell you, Al, I got pulled over and tested for a DUI two nights what? ago. What? No way. How did you do? I... I all right, get this. It's 1.30 in the morning, and I just got back from Wichita. So I've been in the car for two hours, just sucking down coffee to stay away. Just sucking down beers. And I get into town, uh, and I have my headlights out, so I get pulled over for that. But the guy's like, hey, your, your eyes are all red, and, and uh, you're kind of slurring your speech. And I was like, well, it's 1.30 in the morning, and my contacts have been in since 6 in the morning. Maybe that's, <laughs> you're blaming on your contacts. <laughs> maybe that's why my eyes are red. But he goes, I'll, I'll need you to take these tests. And, uh, well, long story short, it's 12 degrees outside. Oh. I fail every single test. Like what? all the walking tests, I fail the numbers one. I fail them all. And then he's like, and he said, well, you're 0 for 4. <laughs> I told him, I'm freezing cold. You said, it's, I'm it's, a genius, I swear. <laughs> just not right now. I'm super smart. No, I was just, I'm really mad. But he had me do the blow thing. And, uh. Triple zeros, Triple zeros course, baby. Was, yeah, that's <laughs> great. In the morning, I hadn't been drinking. Wow. But what a waste of time. What a. I didn't know that they really actually make you do tests. Just, blue. I just thought that they uh, make you do the make you blow rather than um, do any tests. So it sounded like they have to wait 15 minutes. That you have to be with them for 15 minutes before they can do a real test. Oh. Because if you had like just had a sip of alcohol and then got into the car. Oh, that's interesting. I figured it, 15 minutes could have sobered you up just a tad bit more, but for them, it would alcohol you up a bit more. Yeah, that's the, I think that was, that's what he was saying. Like if you just left a party and had a shot, but you're not, your blood alcohol is not. Let me, let me get in the car and drive over real quick to the bars before yeah. I get drunk. Before <laughs> That's I get genius. Drunk. Yeah. Never thought of that. <laughs> No, it's not genius. Nothing about this was genius. It was a sham. Uh, the policy is horrible. I failed every test. I can only imagine everyone out there is, uh, is failing tests. They're hard. I can't balance on one foot no matter what time of day it is. That's really funny. That's really funny. Uh, okay, Nate. Right. Well, <laughs> thanks for the great story. Wow. I'm glad that you, you didn't get a DUI. That'd be that'd put a damper I'm glad on too. Put a damper on would your have, decade for sure. Would have been a rough end of the decade. That would have been. Speaking of ends of the what decade, a, wow! Yeah. I'm so excited. I've been thinking about this pod for for months now. Been really, really excited. Nate, it is the end of the 2010s. When we began this, 2010 January, I was a sophomore in high school. You were a junior in high school back at Bishop Carroll Catholic High School in Wichita, Kansas. See, it know. was a great time to be alive. We were uh, our friendship was just blossoming there. I'd say. Yeah, the seeds were planted. We were watering it, and uh, yeah, I think we both liked the same girl. And, uh, At the time, wow, we totally did. Wait, did you? I can't really remember the timeline of it all, but it sounds right. Wow, that's crazy. I yeah. might have been. Well, hold on, we'll have to rethink. That. Yeah, we'll have to rethink that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so sorry for all our listeners for that little side note. That's a uh, something between Nate and I will have to figure out. Um, well, Nate, today. We're going to rank, go through our greatest, our favorite, well, what, what are we going, favorite slash best. I'm just going to say the greatest movies of, two, of the 2010s by me. And yeah, I'm saying the same thing. These are both, I think, a mix between favorite and best. And I love doing this. I do this every, well, for the last three or four years. I've, I've been writing down every time I watch a movie so that at the end of the year I can make these lists, mostly just for me and the one guy, Luke Peter. Shout out to Luke Peter. <laughs> I always share these with, um, but I just, it's helpful for me. I, I love to look back on what I loved and why I loved it. And, uh, I'm excited to hear what you love this decade. And I have a really strong feeling that we're going to have six of the same movies. Six. Okay. Six. I'm thinking of them. it's six. I'm thinking, okay, let me look at my list. I'm thinking we only have four. I'm thinking okay. we have four. Yeah. Oh, how 
one. <laughs> what if we right. go with five? Then we tie. That would be That'd wild. Be amazing. Yeah. Man, this is this was All really right. fun. So I I think I am I don't have one time period that was dominated, one year that dominated really, which was kind of cool how it worked out that way. I also didn't really have one genre. I did kind of try to spread it out. Like I didn't I tried not to have like five superhero movies or or something like that. Um, I also sometimes I I have some movies that I love to rewatch and some movies though on here that were just really, really fun the first time I watched it. Does that make sense? You yeah. Know what I mean? like, I've got a movie on here I've only seen once. Wow. I I um I do too. I have one, two, yeah. I only have I have two on here that I've only seen once. I almost put another one on there that I've only seen once, but I decided not to because I don't know if I'm going to write, like rewatching it now that I know what happens. So that was kind of fun. It's kind of fun ranking this based upon uh, what we what we really loved at the time, what we love now. It's great. It's crazy. It goes all the way back for back to 2010. I was a different man. So one thing about this decade, movie wise and box office wise, it was dominated by superheroes and Star Wars in the last five years. Yeah. Um, I do not have any superhero movies on this. I don't have any Star Wars movies on this. But we both recently watched the latest Star Wars. Skywalker <laughs> Star Wars. Movie. Mm-hmm. Um, quick thoughts on, on The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, we're not going to do... Try not to do any spoilers here. I, I liked it. I want to see it again before I finalize my thoughts. I liked it. I, I am reasonably satisfied. I think they screwed up some. I think they, my, my biggest concern is they tried to f- do too much. They tried to fit in too much. Like, honestly, they should have made this into two or three more movies because everything was just blah, throwing at you at the screen. But yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. So my, I enjoyed it. I had two fun. Thoughts, yeah, I had fun too. And I love, I like liking things. I think yeah. I'm going to like Star Wars next time that they give this, because they're, they're sure going to make another trilogy, whatever it is, whether it's Skywalkers or not. But Two thoughts. One, I've been trying this joke out. No one's liked it so far, but I'll tell you. Maybe the real Skywalkers are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Told that to some guys in the bathroom of the movie theater. They looked like me like I was crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's the great. Second Good place to meet is, friends. Yeah, it is. The uh, P-Walkers. Th- I think it would have been amazing if J.J. Abrams had made all three or if um, Ryan Johnson had made all three. Yeah. I think the the last Jedi, if that had been the vision all along, it could have really worked. And the same with just whatever JJ had going on, uh, I think it could have really worked. But the, the going back and forth between those visions, uh, yeah, I don't yep. know if it. Yep, I'm with you. It was it was good, not great, but I, I freaking love Star Wars, as we talked about in our last pod. It's it's I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy watching the movie regardless. It's really fun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's great. Well, Nate, should we uh, should we jump into our list here? Let's dive in. You go first. All right. uh, let's go ten to one, and I'll jump in if you mention a movie that. Okay. Uh, my number ten. I, I went back and forth on my like my bottom three here. It was really hard, but I'm going to go with Gone Girl. Came out in 2015. One of I will say, in my opinion, the most unique movie I've ever seen. It. The reason I put it on here is because I love movies that make me. Th- Think about it for days on end. This movie left me like chills to my bone. Just uh, by, by the way, we're also we're going to be doing a lot of spoilers here. So if you haven't seen a movie and don't want to hear about the ending or anything, get out of here, or maybe just skip ahead. Yeah, yeah, don't get out of here. Stay, stay with us. Yeah. But Gone Girl is one of the best villains I've ever seen. She is freaking terrifying. How she wins. Yeah. Have you ever seen Gone Girl? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it twice. I read I read the book afterwards, mm-hmm. which it really works if you read. Uh, I think you should read the book second. Okay. Um, yeah. Because of the twist, I we I can't believe I managed. Because usually I'm horrible about spoilers. I would I would go ahead and read the Wikipedia page for these. Oh, before movies. you get in. I'm awful at it. it ruined, going in blind and seeing uh, seeing it for the first time was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm with you. It was a great flick. Not on my. Uh, it was really good. Rosamund Pike, she, her her character, she is just <laughs> terrifying. So basically, about fifty forty five minutes to an hour into the movie, you she she disappears, and you realize that she's set it up this whole time. And even knowing that twist, though, I still had no idea how this was all going to come out. And then, oh, it it was just 
I mean, I had no idea what was going to happen. A move that made me think for days and also just the finishing, how she basically, she wins. Ben Affleck just has to give in to her. <sighs> Such a weird, blood-curdling movie. I, I, I put it on here because it made me think like crazy for days. It scared me, um, but it, it, was, it was really, really fun to see. Did you watch it with your wife? Yeah, I did. Um, it's one of those movies that makes you look at other people and like people who are close to you and just really wonder like, <laughs> what what's going on would, in there. Would what Claire do this about? to me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, dude, the scene when she kills um, what's his name in the bed and there's blood everywhere. Uh, what what is his name? The guy who's from How I Met Your Mother. I don't know. Isn't it Neil Patrick? Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, that scene is so freaking crazy. I did not expect that at all. They're like having sex, and all of a sudden she's got a box cutter, just slits his throat, and there's blood all over her. Oh, I will never forget watching that. And the soundtrack is just stunning. It's like, you remember yeah, it's, that? It's spooky. Uh, yeah, very very spooky. I watch this uh, as, as a lot of these movies on uh, we're going to talk about. I watched it by myself in a movie theater, and and I was just remember looking around like trying to make eye contact with else in the theater like, make sure everything's okay in real life <laughs> yeah all right who we got what great flick mm-hmm. uh peak ben affleck i'd say yeah yep yeah, yeah i agree i agree for the time he won an oscar for, for uh, yeah all right what do you got for your number 10 number 10 i've got mission impossible fallout oh okay <laughs> i will i had i went back and forth between mission impossible fallout and rogue nation um, oh wow rogue nation the uh, the the one right before it. Yeah, yeah. So you you, you talk about yours. I'll talk. I've about got that. Mission Impossible Fallout. I think it is a uh, just a perfect action movie. Just a dumb like you. We just have to believe that this stuff is possible, and then these characters are basically indestructible. And Tom Cruise is <laughs> so cool. during this movie, which I love. <laughs> he runs a the lot. Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ilsa is um, one of the great. She was added, I think, during Rogue Nation mm-hmm. to the Possible franchise. But I think having her kind of fully fleshed out. Um, just part of the crew. I loved it so much. And Henry Cavill is a great villain and a great mustache wearer. He is. Um, so I think about those, the last 30 minutes when they're, the, the clock is ticking and he's got the helicopters uh, and they're trying to find these two bombs in this town. And then like the, the dive off of the plane above the, uh, the Paris opera or the party in Paris. Yeah. And then the fight in that room amazing scenes they all are stand <laughs> so out. Cool and i fight. think it uh yeah it's just like it was a long movie but it felt long to me and uh, yeah one of my favorite experiences out of movie this year one of my favorite action movies i've ever seen yep yep I, I, mission impossible movies are amazing they they really are they're the action movies where they're they're not going to be like fast and furious where you'll be like oh this is just dumb action for dumb action's sake they're really good they i mean i don't think any of this stuff's realistic Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But it's still really fun to watch. That's why I had Mission Impossible Rogue Nation actually all the way up as high as 7. Came out in 2015. It's my favorite action movie of all time. It's so much fun to watch. Had to include it in here. Um, it made me think a lot the way Tom Cruise wins in the end. Um, it, it's it's just what an action movie should be. And, and Ilsa is, is great. Like you know, They always have to throw in a beautiful woman in every action movie. and she, She's just a sure. really awesome character. She, that's the one with Jeremy Renner uh, running around as well. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alec Baldwin is wearing the mask and, and everything like that. Yeah. I think he wears the mask in a couple Yeah, it is, it's so like, great. Those two movies are amazing. Great great action movies back-to-back. But yeah, I basically... Tom Cruise. I had to try and... I went back and forth between those two. Yeah. I almost could have predicted that Fallout would have been on your list. Yeah. I because I know you. Yeah, we've met. Yeah. All right, what do you got right, for your number uh, nine? Your, my number nine is another action movie. My... Out of my last action movie, but it's Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Have you seen this movie? Yeah, I, I, this is on my honorable mention. I was so close to putting on. I was either it was either be number ten. It's number ten, number eleven on my list, basically. Gotcha. It's my first one out. Yeah, it's um, basically two chase scenes. It's a long chase scene, and then a brief uh, reset, and then another long. <laughs> but you, I, there, are, there is not an example of uh, better visual storytelling. Uh, without a lot of dialogue, the main character, if you consider Tom Cruise's parties, isn't really the main character. He doesn't say much at all. And then Charlie Theron is uh, incredible. She also doesn't say much, but they're both able to do a lot with 
uh, just their eyes and the way they look at things. But then the actual visual storytelling of the action scenes themselves is is unbelievable. The choreography of it all, it's it's flawless. This dude uh, George Miller, who made the, all the Mad Maxes like thirty years ago, he he waited this long to make the next chapter because he knew what he wanted to do, and he didn't. He it wasn't possible until twenty fifteen. Um, so wow, yeah, I did not know that. That's pretty crazy. So yeah, George Miller. This is I think he's done other stuff, but mainly famous for these Mad Max movies, and he wanted to do a story like this that was uh, all. Um, what's the word when they're real effects, not CGI? Yeah, movie has a lot of uh, you know post effects put it in, but um, just famously, all these cars are real cars, and all these explosions are. Real. Are they really? Yeah, <laughs> it's the real that. deal. It's it's That's insane so cool. the stuff they pulled off for this, and. Um, yeah, just a just a super fun flick again in a movie theater by myself looking around for affirmations. <laughs> Make sure it's Hello. good. I I hope Hello. that the first movie that we we make, Nate, after thirty years, it'll be that good. That's crazy that yeah. he spent all that. We time. have to wait. We've got to wait till twenty fifty because they're just they don't have the technology. The, but with what they we want to do. do, yeah. So the reason mm-hmm. I left it off my <laughs> my dental school friends hate some of them hate this movie because if you think about the plot. It's it's kind of dumb. They they drive away from a place, and then they drive back. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what. Uh, <laughs> well, sure, but the, I know, reason. I know. Like, they go back for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, I was like, well, that's not just like the point of it, you know. But I was like, wow, actually, that is kind of what the movie's about. But it's but it's so much fun, and it's awesome. It is one of the one of the, the best action movies I've ever seen. Right, your dental. School friends can suck eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell them. I'll let them know. Hopefully, they're all listening to this and passing this along. I appreciate it. Yeah, I take it back. <laughs> all right. Um, What's your number nine? My number nine is Knives Out. Just came out. I'm just so high Ooh. on this movie. It was so much fun. Did you? You liked it too, didn't you? It's in my honorable mentions. It, I love this movie. It was so <laughs> much fun. It was too soon for me to add it into my top ten, but yes unbelievable flick i almost put it as high as like five or five or six i just my uh, claire my sister and my brother-in-law we all went over thanksgiving break so that kind of also put a feeling to it. you know going to a movie with your family like over thanksgiving or christmas break just makes it extra extra better and i i love this movie was so much fun it was i had no idea what was gonna happen i was so i was so confused that they released like or that they revealed again kind of like gone girl like 30 45 minutes in what actually happened, but then they, you still don't know where it's going to go. It was just an awesome whodunit movie. Um, great mystery, great murder mystery, really, really, um, extravagantly planned out. Beautiful. Really awesome. Love all the characters yeah. in it too. Great actors. Ryan Johnson really has done well in the last, um, like right now yeah. with the kind of the blowback to rise of Skywalker and people are appreciating last Jedi even more. Um, and then he makes this movie, which is a movie that they don't make anymore. No, you no. know it's a it's like a Hitchcockian or um, it's really tightly plotted and like you said, you know what happens, but you really don't. You still you still they, don't know. They, what's they're happening. not lying to you. The beginning, they they tell you exactly what the situation was, and mm-hmm. uh, they still manage to. Yeah. So we really didn't spoil anything there. So if you haven't seen this movie, you you've got to go see it. Really, really good. Really fun. Yeah. All right. Good family number, movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of murder. Not mu- much murder. Just a just few. Just one murder. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Two. Couple. Yeah. All right. My number eight. Django. Django Unchained. Came out in 2012. Jamie, uh, Jamie Foxx. Man, I love this movie. One of my favorite movies to quote. Just some awesome stuff. Our uh, ultimate Frisbee team in college at one point was called the LaQuentin Dixon Mining Company. But it was too long for them to put on the brackets, so it was just called Mining Company, <laughs> and we all made a fuss about it. Because <laughs> I think we, was company. that the year we won it. Can remember? I think it was. I can't remember, but I I remember. And frisbee is traditional for the losing or whatever team you just play to like do a breakdown and say good game mining co- or whatever your team name is. So yeah, I remember yeah. the opposing team saying good game mining company. <laughs> we just and seemed so stupid. Thought we had the, that was our team name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is an awesome movie. Um, Quentin Tarantino, so dang good. Um, this is my favorite of his to rewatch. It's so fun. Um, yeah, I'll just kind of leave it at that. It's just an awesome flick. Great, great epic. Great flick. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, have it in good, yours? Good movie. I thought you might have this in yours. It's not in mine, no. Mm, okay. It's not in mine. Maybe, 
Maybe it should be in my honorables, but it's it's uh, not even in your honorable mentions. Wow, listen, mate. I'm sorry. I, I like the movie. It's a great flick, <laughs> and I do quote it. We quote it all. The we time. quote it all the time. My my car's name is Django. Actually, I had no idea. Yeah. Next time you're riding him, I've, I've been. Oh, it's a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My car's a female. Yeah. All right. Who you got for your number eight? Number eight, Francis Ha. Have you seen this movie? Uh. Uh-uh. Francis Don't Ha spoil is a. It. It's hard to spoil because it's kind of... I know. I did see it on a bunch of people. When I was Googling, like, best movies of the decade, a bunch of people had this on theirs. Really? Mm -hmm. So it's a really small... It's a smaller movie, I guess. Um, It's about a girl who lives in New York who kind of is in the hipster life of... She wants to be a dancer. She wants to... uh, um, Has all these dreams, I guess. And just her journey with her friends, her roommates, and her boys. And um, I I, I don't want to... Yeah. I hope you guys all see this movie. It's it's amazing, but I love the point of it. It's like the the whole her she comes to realize that it's it's okay to do the thing you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Huh. Instead of just the whole idea of like I want to be free. I want to. She finds out what freedom is basically, and and uh, she's just a very lovable character. It's Greta Gerwig who directed Lady Bird, and she just released mm. a movie called uh, Little Women, which I can't wait to see. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Little Women. How would you? Tiny, how do you spell ha? Huh? Francis Ha. It's just H A. It's like Francis, but the girl version and Ha. Ha. Oh, interesting. Ha. Is that her last name, yeah. or is that like a? You got to see the movie to. Oh. Uh, you'll find out when you watch it. <laughs> okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay, that's awesome. All, All right. right. Well, I already did no, my number Bruce, seven. So you do yours. Your seven was Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Yep. My seven is a movie, a little movie called Warrior. You remember this movie? Wow. All right. That's our first that we share. Warriors. We got one. Warrior is my number two, Nate. I love this movie. Yeah. Okay. Tell me why you like it. Warrior. I love, uh, it's a story of two brothers who end up fighting each other in, what is it? UFC? Yeah. Championship. And it's a, a, just this coming together of these, this family that has been torn apart by, both by circumstances and by themselves. Um, and I am a sucker for both movies like that. Movies about brothers. I'm a sucker for, and men showing emotion, yeah. like the, the scene on the, uh, on the bed of just like him holding his drunk dad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm a sucker for that type of thing. This is exactly up my alley of, Movies I like, I like to cry about. Yep. This no. Th- th- I wrote down here. No movie evokes more emotion within me. It is oh, holy crap. I, I think I cry every time I watch it. It, it, it yep. still is so so emotional for me. It has just, it has themes of of, of a broken family, um, fatherhood, brotherhood. Um, that that scene that you talk about where Tommy's holding his drunk dad. Um, you just, you feel it like deep within you. Like you are like moved for pity for this family, for this father. And then I think even more so the part that really, really hits me is, is the ending there, right? That final fight, uh, there's the music playing. Um, I, my counselor actually, I was in a counseling session. I was telling him I've been having like these, these, like this prayer sessions where me and Jesus would literally be wrestling and my counselor goes, have you ever seen the movie Warrior? And I was like, oh, oh, have I? And he actually let me pray with that scene. Like he, he let me pray with wrestling with Jesus, but he put that music on like while I was wrestling with Jesus. And it was yeah. one of the coolest prayer moments of my life. It was absolutely nuts. So I, I just... Are you Tom Hardy or Joel Edgerton? <laughs> I was Alec Molly, Nate. And uh, he was Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and he wow. was Jesus, yeah. It, it, it's, I have it as high as number two because it means so much to my heart. If you have not seen this movie, you have got to see it right now. I actually don't think Claire's ever seen it. I need to watch it. Watch, it watch is, it and it. I wonder if, uh, if it, it is a very masculine movie. And I, I wonder and, if it uh, hits women as much, yeah, because... I'm not sure. It's about brothers and fathers. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of the... It's, it's a universal thing, like, submitting yourself to love. Yeah. But, uh, it's also a super badass movie. Like, when, when Tommy comes out and knocks the guy out in one punch, oh, man, I want to I wanna get up and work out like crazy after this. It, it just gets you fired up and moving. Dude, I do 10 or 12 push-ups every time I see this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. All right, what do you got for your number six? All right. Number six, this is a, um, yeah, The Social Network, a little movie called The Social Network. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Yeah, everyone pretty much, if you Google best movies of the decade, this is usually some, everyone's number one or two. 
I didn't include it because I saw it one time on DVD, probably I think a snow day, my senior year of high school. Is it, did oh, it come out in 2012? 2010. <clears throat> yeah, um, so I, I've only seen this one. It, it wasn't memorable for me. I, I really should rewatch it again. So I just I didn't include it on my own because I don't remember it too much. Yeah, I love this movie for a bunch of reasons. Um, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing uh, plot. The the director uh, and the screenwriter uh, came together in a great way. And um, yeah, I think it unbelievably interesting the way they made this movie. Interesting. You know what I mean? It's it's based around this courtroom drama with a bunch of flashbacks um that uh just i think it, it works perfectly aaron sorkin and david fincher are are both fantastic um david fincher so, did gone girl yeah yeah so david fincher has made a bunch of good stuff aaron Stor- sorkin <clears throat> writes stuff like remember the west wing uh-huh. um yeah all kinds of stuff that's like really fast uh, he wrote Moneyball. um so he's he's got this very distinct way of uh, writing dialogue and and it's acted and in, in done perfectly it's the best use of justin timberlake in a movie yeah, you have a bunch of cool. you have a bunch of car- like actors who are gonna have good decades like the last 10 years they've been great andrew garfield and jesse eisenberg and um what's his name army hammer sure. um no i think they, that was the guy great. in iron man 2 hammer tech you know yeah you're right no they uh they go on to do great things but i think it catches everyone at the exact right point where you don't really know them yet you just feel like <clears throat> you're going to um yeah just a, a perfectly written and directed movie love it yeah it's huge too that it's about about facebook which is now like this this obviously culture changing application i don't know what, what do you call it <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy yeah, it's how- also one of the movies soundtracks that i listen Yeah. I would listen to the uh, soundtrack of Social Network uh, every time I study or I need to just read or something. Atticus Ross, um, Trey Reznor, the guys from Nine Inch Nails. Great, great soundtrack. I love it. It's, uh, yeah, good flick. We, we stole some of the soundtrack for recording um, what, which one of our movies that we made. I think Fight Night Part 2. Yeah, has. Fight Night Part 2 definitely has part of the social network as Brian is about to die at it. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's a beautiful soundtrack. I need to watch it again. Yeah, I need to get back into it. Okay, my number six, About Time. Came out in 2013. Figured you'd... Have you ever seen this movie before? I've never seen this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think this would be the one that... The only one on my list that you would hate. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a cheesy rom-com, but I flipping love it. It's so good. General Hux, uh, that character. Uh, yes. And Rachel McAdams, who is the best chick flick actress in history. She's just wonderful. Her and, her and Meg She's Ryan. Perfect chick flick. Yeah, her and Meg Ryan are the perfect chick flick, chick flick actresses. So... The movie, this there's time travel in it, which definitely does not make sense at all. They actually like break the rules that they have set forward. At one point, they say that only the men in their family can time travel, but then later in the movie, his little sister comes with them to time travel. So hmm. a lot of it doesn't make sense. But this movie gives me the feel is every time I watch it, it um, it really makes me think deeply about my life, which is which is what movie should do. You know, it should make us think about re- reflect on it think about what is true what is good what is beautiful about it it should it should inspire us lift our lift our eyes and our minds to god um this movie really reminds me to live right now to live in the present to quit like thinking uh thinking ahead constantly or looking forward like oh i'm only going to be happy or at peace until this moment or i'm only until i'm done with dental school or till claire and i have this baby this movie really does inspire me it gives me the feels it's it's a it's just a very very solid movie i i got it i got as high as six because it's really fun to rewatch got some good humor in it as well rachel mcadams is really flipping cute just just a great movie you should check it out it'd be great great movie to watch with emily that'd be great (laughs) we've never seen a movie together oh that's probably a good thing (laughs) um all right, I'll go with my number five here, okay? What's your number five? I got A Quiet Place. came out in 2018. Woo, Is that on yours? Place. 
not on my list or in my top. My oh my god, I do love this movie. Yeah, good it is super good. This movie is just a genius idea for a movie. It's like a little apocalyptic. I love like zombie movies, you know, monster movies. Kind of, it's you know, Stranger Things esque in a way. I love that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, it's also very pro life, which is fun. Uh, I just couldn't believe that they found a way to make a movie with so little dialogue, so much fun. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. You're watching this family dynamic. You're watching these everyday things that families struggle or go through in this type of setting. Was It was just very, very fascinating. Um, I've seen it two or three times, I think, now, um, and it was fun every time. I'm, you, you know exactly what's going to happen, but you're still surprised and scared. You watch the mom step on the nail, and you're like, oh, frick, yeah. And when she's about to have the baby, it is, it is nuts. When she finally lets out that scream, oh, it's, it's just great. I also love, I love a movie like this or um, like World War Z or um, I Am Legend, you know, those kind of zombie movies. I love yeah. imagining how I would fare in a situation like this. You know what I mean? Like, how would you I do? I think you do, you do as well as Jim Halpert did for <laughs> For a limited amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, it's a cool idea, and it's great. It's good to like escapism to, to watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. This, uh, yeah, Quiet Place was, was was unbelievable, and all of the Christian themes within it. Within it. Yeah, it's, it's dope. Yeah. Um, did you see the the poster? No, Quiet I need Place to. Thing? I just I just heard, just saw it on Face or on YouTube when I was googling stuff about. There's Quiet really Place. a trailer. Yeah. I've just seen a poster. I, I think so. It. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah, but I obviously love, for spoiler real quick, um, I love the, the the ending there with the father's sacrifice is is really beautiful. It's an awesome movie. Really good. Great final shot of a movie. One of my favorites. I love when a movie ends on a like just a perfect note. Yeah. That shot of the, the mom saying, like, cocking the shotgun. Oh, that's so cool. These, yeah, Let's that's get great. these guys. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great movie. All right. Number five for me is a movie called Arrival. Oh, that's on my. I, I was really close. That was about number twelve or thirteen on my list. I went back and Arrival. forth between Arrival and Interstellar. I was trying to figure out if I wanted to put one sci-fi, and I decided not to put either of them on. I almost did though. Wow! So Arrival is a, a movie about aliens and about time travel and about <laughs> love and about mothers and daughters. Hey, and, how'd that uh, cough go right there? I coughed. It was kind of loud. Far away. Gosh, how do I do it? It's what do you a, think? Well, you, you turn towards the microphone. you got to turn to the other side. I'm turning away. The microphone's over here. <clears throat> How about that? Was that better? It fills, it fills the room. <sighs> I'm sorry, listeners. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning how to pod. Yeah, that's all right. So Arrival, it's a sweet spot for me because I love sci-fi. I love like ideas about language. I love time travel. Uh, and uh, it's another who, – who's, who's the main character? I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, she's great. What's her? She's a pretty lady. She's in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, goodness. Why am I blanking on this name? Arrival. Uh, I see Amy her Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah, yeah, Amy. yeah. There we go. Yeah, so she's wonderful. Uh, and it's based on a really cool short story. Uh, oh, Arrival. Yeah, Arrival really, great. And a really interesting depiction of aliens. Yes. Well, like, what, really what would it be cool. like if aliens came here? Like, it wouldn't be... If we don't just blow each other up, the, the question immediately is, how do we talk to these guys? Yeah. And that's what this whole movie is about. Um, yeah. How do we communicate and all the misunderstandings that would come from not just our language, but then, like, everything that's behind our language, all the cultural references and things like that, like what weapon means, what peace means, um, what a friend means. It's 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 really cool ideas. I love I love thinking yeah. about it, and I love the, the final idea of the movie. Yeah, Arrival was one of the cool. The love is worth it. Yeah, Arrival was one of the coolest movies I, I saw the past decade. Probably my, it was my favorite sci-fi movie I saw. I think for sure. I just barely left it off. Okay, where are we at? We number four. Is that right? Number four. Yeah. What's your number four? Okay, Nate. I cheated on number four. <laughs> I put Infinity Wars and Endgame together. Oh, doubled up. <laughs> It really is a six-hour movie. It is, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's why I felt like you were gonna, you weren't gonna be mad. Are you mad about it? No, I'm not not even disappointed. Okay, yeah. All right. What needs to be said about this? Like, this is, I would say, one of the most, if not the most, hyped pop culture event of the decade, potentially, at least movie-wise. Marvel, like as we said before, Marvel superheroes own this decade. They've they've got this great formula and they stick stick to it. They make good, solid movies that everyone wants to see. Everyone's going to go see these. 
I will never forget though watching the end of Infinity Wars and the twist at the end where they all die or like half half of them die. I was blown away. It, it will always stick with me walking out of that theater being completely stunned and cannot wait to see Endgame. It was they did so, a great job. I had to wait a whole year, but Infinity it's, Wars. It's a it's a perfect example of of having something under one per like one group's vision for mm-hmm. ten years yes. and how it pays off. How it worked, yeah. They it, they stuck the landing and yeah. and barely anything. If you think about Star Wars or Game of Thrones or even like the Harry Potter movies, yeah. They didn't stick the landing. Nope. And, uh, Having a bunch of different directors doesn't work. you got to have people who have a vision, they stick with it, have good mm-hmm. directors who are going to get behind that vision, and you're working to it. Yeah. 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 And so I, I will say, I think Infinity Wars is more fun to rewatch, but I think Endgame was the better, like, what was was the better ride in the movie theater watching it for the first time. Um, yeah, so that's what the, I'll say. I think saying goodbye to Tony and Captain America at the end was... <laughs> Was was so legitimately sad. Helped inspire the name of our podcast, actually. If we think we remember the name of this right. Yeah, it's yeah. disputed how this came about. Yeah. Great, great endings for those two, mm-hmm. and I'm. They're gonna keep doing this. Yeah. Uh, I think they're gonna just restart and do another ten years of build up to something. Yeah. And I can't. I can't wait. I'm in. I can't wait for ten more years. Wow. Okay, we're living the now. Yeah, <laughs> what do you got for your number four? Number four. This is one that we both love. Uh, La La Land. That's your number four, you bastard! No way. Is it, is uh, it your number one? Yeah, obviously. Oh my god. I had to put it as my number four because, well, all right. I'll tell you. I just love the the three movies above it a little <laughs> bit more. I, I and yeah, we both love La La Land. A uh, perfect musical. Well, the two main leads are. Flawless. We love Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. and Emma Stone. The music itself is, is unbelievable. They, let me let me tell you my my first point under La La Land here that I've written down is I am in love with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, he's perfect. He the is. way he gets scared by Gosh. his sister and I oh, I just love I love scared Ryan Gosling. He's, <laughs> he's his chops are his comedic timing is perfect. And then Emma Stone won the won the Oscar for this. She mm-hmm. won Best Actress. Um, famously, La La Land did not win Best Picture. No, sure remember didn't. that? Yeah, I remember they announced <laughs> that it did. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, I've not seen Moonlight. I'll be honest. I don't no, know I haven't either. Of me or not? But, yeah, um, yeah. La La Land again. Watching it alone in a movie theater. I, I I did stand up. I stood up after the end of the first song because I was so like in on this. So movie. hyped up. I saw it three times in theaters. I just I love this movie so much. It's my number one. I don't know if it's my favorite movie of all time. Mm, it'd be tough. It's tough to name your favorite movie of all time, but. I love, love the soundtrack. I listen to it in the car when I'm tired because then I sing along and it wakes me up. Um, this, bu- 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 <laughs> the scene overlooking LA, wow, what a lovely night, is my favorite scene in all of cinema. It's it's beautiful. I, I've seen that a bunch of times. Perfectly. Oh, wow. What a freaking. Yeah, how is this not your number one? Oh, I'm so I'm mad. I'm sorry. I got three really I'm good I'm so movies. mad. The ending, though, too, is, is heartbreaking. It really is. It's not how I wanted it to end. It's not how I planned on It's not how I expected it to end either. It's really not how most Hollywood movies would end. But it's really neat that they show us. Um, they show us the gravity of their choices here. Like they prioritized, they, they prioritized each other's careers over each other, which is really interesting. So just start a lot of conversations. I feel like, um, yeah, in the end they don't choose each other by choosing each other. Does that make sense? Kind of, it's just like, right. It, it's a really, really interesting. It's just the a crazy idea of, of the only way that you can follow this dream is if you don't, if we don't, one of us has to choose. Like one of us can have be the actress, yeah. But that means the other one can't be the jazz musician. Yeah. And I kind of like that. I think that's accurate. I, yeah. It's you know, interesting. I think it's true to life. You have to. Uh, you you don't always get exactly what you want, but it's clear that they didn't want it. Mm-hmm. It's clear that Ryan Gosling wanted to be the jazz thing more than he wanted to be with Emma Stone. Yeah. And it's clear that she wanted to be the actress more than he she wanted to be. So, I I, I love it. Um, yeah. That's in that great. Sense, they did get exactly well, I'm really curious to see what your your top three are. Let me make a prediction. I bet Lady Birds there. That's the only Lady one I Birds. could think of. What else you would have in the top three? I, hmm. I don't know if I've talked about my number one movie quite as much. Okay. What's what's your number four? All right, my number four is well, that was my Infinity Wars in game. My number three though. So I only have, I only have one left now. So you you do your number three. My number three is Interstellar. 
Okay, okay, because that's a, I, I, I talked about how Interstellar was really close on my list. I, I just I couldn't find room for it here. It's it's dang good. It's so much fun to watch, and it's heartbreaking too. It's heartbreaking. I think it's. I mean, Christopher Nolan. That is Christopher Nolaniest. Yeah, um, he's so just good. Convoluted plots that maybe don't make sense when you think about them too much. But in the moment, I've never had a movie that hit me so hard. The soundtrack crushes. <sighs> McConaughey's perfect. Um, yeah, that. Oh, the noise. ticking. Oh, you ever studied listening to that song? You're gonna study it's a lot just, faster. It yeah, freaks me out. Um, <laughs> That and the Dunkirk soundtrack. Oh, um, they're so good. Honorable mentions. Um, yeah, I just I love I love these uh, the ideas that it hits on. I love Amy Adams also. No, she's that's not Amy, Amy Adams. Adams. I get it's those the other two red haired girl. Yeah, I get those two mixed up. Um, it's I can't um, remember her name. Jennifer Lopez. No. Um, hmm. Red haired girl. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. You keep talking. All right. Yeah, it's just uh, I watched it at uh, midnight premiere. Jessica Chastain. There we go. There she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we saw it together, I think. Per- mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in Manhattan, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great um, movie. But, yeah, really cool ideas. This uh, <laughs> kind of silly idea that love transcends the, the all the dimensions of time and space. Uh, you know, maybe that doesn't make sense, but I don't. I don't really care. I, I, I like that. <laughs> I, I like that this father and son, or father and daughter, had the yeah. ability to uh, contact and reach out to each other. Stay. Stay. It says. It says stay. stay. I also uh, love that one of the greatest quotes we get out of that is, <laughs> "The dust." The dust. <laughs> the dust. And then whenever you see someone with the last name of Murph. Uh, yeah. On a football field or something. Yeah. Murph. Murph. Yeah, that's Murph, great. Not like this. Okay, I'll do my number three, and then you got to talk about your top two. Then, so uh, my number three is Baby Driver. Came out in 2017. Baby Driver. All right. Yeah. Did have you seen it? Yeah, I liked it. I love that movie. It's so much fun to rewatch. It's it is. I I, I put it down as my most rewatchable movie of the past decade. Um, really, really great soundtrack. They had a lot of interesting song choices and stuff. Um, and there's this common theme of like music within the life of this movie. Do you know what I mean? Kind of by that, like he, yeah. ta- the, the main character kind of talks about music and what it means to him a lot throughout this thing, this, this movie, which is really fun too. Cause I, I feel like I, I relate to him a lot. Also the romance in it is, is like purposefully cheesy, but it works. I think, I, I think you really I think the audience really watches these two young people um like on the road here and it's it's just it's fun to watch um i fall for him john ham is is, is just really awesome character too he's I'm just hamming it up i love john ham so baby driver gotta see it if you have i i've uh, only seen it once i think i was really tired in the, in the theaters but i went to see it with our, our friend luke peter and i didn't know much about it uh going in and i said is this gonna be good and he he goes it's edgar effing wright <laughs> As if, like, I don't even know who that directed, is. <laughs> that's who directed the movie, as if that was a uh, an answer for me. So thanks to Luke. <laughs> well, he did uh, Shaun of the Dead and that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun so. stuff. Yeah. Okay, what do you got good for flick. top it's two? It's a good flick. Top two, number two is Lady Bird. Lady Bird, figured. Um, Lady I, Bird. I had to, I, I was really, really thought about putting this one on there, but I didn't. I love its depictions of this uh, very lovable, lovable girl trying to get into college, her navigating her family wants <laughs> to stick great. around she wants to get out of here but it's all said in this catholic school um i've got an affinity for catholic schools and it's it's a good depiction of of the yeah. what good can come of a catholic school even if you're not perfectly catechized you come out and hopefully uh you've been surrounded by people who with the right intentions for for 12 years and she's able to go off to college and stay rooted um and find in, in that those roots and uh, i love i love the story it reminds me a lot of francis ha no surprise the, the star of francis ha directed ladybird mm-hmm. greta gerwig uh, congrats on making my list twice twice wow and um yeah just a really great flick 2017 yeah it's it's Again, so funny another too another solo movie theme. she she might be my favorite act uh or favorite character of of the decade that would be really fun to make list to make like your favorite yep. character yeah she Sarsie Ronan. she's just super funny i love when uh she's like on stage and they say what's your name ladybird is that your given name yes it's my given name given to me by me <laughs> i just she's got a lot of great humor in that movie yeah Super funny. Mm-hmm. Love uh, Cersei. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, my number one movie, A Star is Born. 
Oh, I was so close to throwing this one on there. I'm really surprised. It's really, really flipping good. I, I thought about this. It's only a couple years old, but I uh, or a year old, I guess by yeah. now. Um, I, I I'm in love with the movie. I'm in love with uh, Bradley Cooper and um, this story. It's a remake. They re- this is like the fourth remake of this uh, movie, but it hit me hard a couple different times during the movie. It's got again the uh, the hit. Um, Men showing emotion to each other, yeah, yeah. line of uh, and and uh, brothers uh, feature heavily in this yeah. movie, so I'm a sucker for both of those things, and just a really great. I think it works. I, I, I there are, there are a bunch of flaws in the movie, obviously, and I don't recommend it to everybody, but um, yeah, I, I think this is my top. This is my number one. Yeah, A Star Is Born was really close to making my list. My only argument for not was it like it hurt me too much to watch it. Does it? Does that make sense? Like. It, for sure. It was it was so Claire and I talked about that movie for weeks after we watched it. We watched it this fall sometime, like when she was really sick all the time. She she oftentimes just couldn't do anything. So we just like kind of knocking out movies. And a Star was Born A Star Was Born was so like emotional for both of us to watch Bradley Cooper go through all this crap and, and just Yeah. Oh, it's it's really, really good movie. Wow, I didn't you know just, it was your number one. You're just begging him not to do it at, with yeah. the garage at the end, mm-hmm. and he cooks the steak for his dog before he goes. <laughs> but this is why we do it, Nate. I'm learning a lot about you. That was, that's great. That's really awesome. It hits me. One of the best scenes okay. of ever is watching uh, Lady Gaga go up on stage for the first time. That was really fun. For the fun. first time. Yeah. Unbelievable. And a great movie. The first hour of that movie is yeah. nonstop. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go through some uh, honorable mention. You mentioned a few already, mm-hmm. uh, honorably. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Nate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have got, to, I'm gonna take it off the the FaceTime. Don't be alarmed here because I got them on my phone here. I miss you. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go one that I think you might have. Hell or high water. Yep, hell or high water's on my. Uh, I thought that'd be your top five. Actually, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only seen it once and I was kind of dozing off. But the thing is, it's got brothers. It's got bank robberies. It's got uh, Wild West in Texas. Uh, it's yep. it's a cool flick. Um, yep. and I love the story. I love screwing banks over. Um, I love, that's uh. uh <laughs> That's so. funny. Can't wait to rob a bank with you someday. Other waters on mine as well. One of my favorite lines too is uh, he buys him a Mr. <laughs> Pib, and he goes, "You bought me a Mr. Pib? Only assholes drink Mr. Pib." <laughs> That's so funny. That's, That's great. Um, um, I got Guardians of the Galaxy one. I that movie's so fun. The best soundtrack of any movie this decade. Just a, a really really fun movie. But I, I couldn't put it on my top ten. Yeah, Guardians is fun. I do not mm-hmm. have it. I've got Inside Lou and Davis, which is kind of a... Hmm, never, never even heard snob, of it. Snobby movie, I suppose. Hmm. It's yeah. Coen Brothers, Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's well acted, and it, nothing happens. It's it's a great cycle of um, trying all these things uh, to make it big, and sometimes you just don't make it big. Yeah. And uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Sad, a sad movie. All right, I got uh, I got Skyfall on there. I I love James Bond Ooh. movies. Skyfall was it, it it's really it's really beautiful in that it takes you like a lot of places around the world, but it's also just a really fun James Bond movie. But couldn't yeah. put it in my top ten. Really fun to rewatch. You know, I've never seen Casino Royale. <laughs> I don't know why you you texted me that one time. I <laughs> blew like two weeks ago. I just ago. thought you should know. Yeah, Casino Royale um, is is my favorite James Bond. It's so good. Great poker yeah, I can't wait to read. Did you see the trailer for the new James Bond? Yeah, can't wait. So cool. I, I can't love wait. James I got, Bond. I'm looking forward to rewatch mm-hmm. uh, all of these. All right. I got a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on here. I thought about it. I, I want to see it again before I decide how I felt about the movie. The more uh, that I've sat with this, the more I've realized that Leo and Brad Pitt are just flawless actors and, uh, <laughs> just so stuff, much fun in it the stuff they did in this movie is uh, so cool um and it's just it's just a love letter to uh to hollywood of a certain era and uh of alternate history in, in in a way yeah i like it it's cool yep. cool flick yeah it's great prisoners you ever seen that no i want to oh it's, my gosh uh, i won't spoil it i won't spoil right? it unless you want me to but it's really good don't spoil it i want to see it it is wild. It was kind of like Gone Girl in that it's just chilling, really, really, uh, like, makes you, I still think about that movie a lot. Like, the final scene is is flippin' crazy. You're just like, oh, no way. I don't know. So many times, it's, it is it is really, really emotional, too. Yeah. Great movie. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. All right. I got Knives Out on here. I've got a movie called The Favorite on here. The Favorite? Which is, hmm. It's called The Favorite. It's about uh, the Queen of England. And, okay. 
about 100 years. It's it's a cool. I got a movie called Manchester by the Sea. You ever see that? You movie? were telling me about that. I want to see that. I think it'd be a good movie for Claire and I to watch. I got Toy Story Dev- 3. Devastating. Toy Story oh, 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that this decade? Yeah, it was. I was surprised. Claire hadn't seen it before, but you're guaranteed to cry at the end of Toy Story 3. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. My last little uh, franchise I've got on here was Catching Fire, um, The Hunger Games. I love that movie. It's really fun. I love The Hunger Game movies. They're really, really well done. Um, I have no comment on The Hunger Game movies. I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've seen the last two. I think they're better. Uh, oh yeah, the, fi- the final two. What are they called? Mocking Jay. They're they're pretty good. They're great. I think it's behind Lord of the Rings. I think it's the best book to movie adaptation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You just had Gone Girl in your uh, top ten. Oh, I mean, it's like series, series. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying, um, Nate, you know? Yeah. I see what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. But I did have, I think, almost all of your your top ten in my honorable mention. I had Mad Max, Star is Born, Arrival, Interstellar, Slash Inception, I had Lady Bird. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's, about, that's what I got. Sweet. Wow. A lot of good well, movies. I'll say Sicario, Phantom Thread, Hereditary, which is horrifying. Yeah, Dunkirk, okay. which is a different kind of. Dunkirk is great. Eighth Grade, which is devastating, and What We Do in the Shadows, which is the funniest movie of the decade. <laughs> We grew up a lot this decade, Nate. It's pretty crazy. Sure did. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun. It's been a fun ride. Yeah. Well, Keep been going. Awesome. Yeah. But you guys, um, please let us know. Shoot us your own uh, top ten list. That'd be really fun to see if you guys agree or disagree. Did we only have two? We had Warrior, La La Land. Yeah. Um, that was it. Oh my gosh. I think so. Oh my gosh. Well, we're so you bet on right you bet on six of them that we'd have together. Wow. We'd have six. I yeah. thought you were like me, but you're not. <laughs> we're totally different people. I am my own person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was good. Good stuff, Al. Thanks mm-hmm. for doing this with me. And uh, yeah, let's do it again soon. Yeah. All right. Next up coming, we're gonna hopefully um, we're gonna try and record one on our best albums of the 2010s. Um, songs has been really hard to do. Songs is super hard to do, but albums have been yeah, really fun to analyze. My favorite albums, the 2010. So hopefully sure. we'll uh, hopefully get these up on uh, iTunes soon sometime because we ran out of our free trial of SoundCloud. <laughs> but this has been awesome, Nate. We're running quite a quite a bit over what we like to, to run to. So thanks for listening. If you have stuck with us all the way through, really appreciate it. Nate, you have a great night.